0: what up it's your boy will smith with red and bold i'm your mtmv sports correspondent for your super bowl champion kansas city football cheese so what's up it was a big game monday night between the chiefs and the patriots unfortunately you know cam newton did not play due to um due to getting or catching covid the covid 19 virus and so uh um, then the Chiefs player, we all know, uh, the practice squad quarterback, Jordan Tiamu, ended up also catching the virus. No one else tested positive. Everybody else tested negative. So the game would just move back a day um, to Monday night. And of course, you know, it was kind of a letdown because, you know, we all wanted to see Cam versus Patrick Mahomes. They've never played each other. Um, And so we wanted to see what that matchup would look like. You know, you always want to play against the best players, and you also don't want there to be any excuses like we're hearing now. Everybody's mad. Everybody's upset. That's not a Chiefs fan, of course. Um, All the Patriots fans, which I don't understand. Hey, (laughs) it's funny because uh, the Patriots have been uh, the benefactors of many, many calls that have gone their way that were controversial or bad calls that have allowed them to win games. And now, and even though there was a big call um, against, you know, a call that went in the the Chiefs' favor as far as Patrick Mahomes um, being sacked and it looking like a a fumble or uh, an interception, you know, And the the referees blew the whistle. You know, at first glance, like in real time, it did look like a fumble. I mean, the the ball did come out of his hands. That's not an argument. The thing is, though, once um, I read the explanation and I kind of figured what it was, I said, oh, they're probably going to call. This was during the game as I was watching it. I was like, the only thing they could call was in the grasp. In the grasp because as he was being tackled like he wasn't moving anymore it was like it was kind of uh, uh, uh it was kind of drawn out tackle <laughs> and so they want to protect, protect the quarterback and and now that Mahomes is the face of the league, I will say he's getting he's getting a lot of calls he's getting calls and we're getting calls that we normally wouldn't get and that he did not get his rookie or should I say the first year that he started. He was not getting all of those calls. He's getting, um, you know, those same, a lot of the calls that Tom Brady used to get. Like, but a lot of those calls are legitimate. Like, even the, um, when Mahomes got pushed out of bounds, right? When the guy kind of pushed him, looked like he tried to grab him and help him up. But the thing is, they could have called a horse collar on that play because he grabbed him by his horse collar, which could have caused Mahomes to fall an awkward way and injure himself, so that was a legitimate call. Now, the call in the grasp, you know, that that can be controversial you can look at it either way. Like we'll let him play through. But the thing is, the, the player, the New England player had him by both legs and he wasn't able to move anymore. But, you know, Mahomes, he's going to still try and attempt to make a play, you know, but he wasn't going anywhere and he was being held up. And he could have been, you know, he could have got blasted. So the referee called in the grass, blew the play dead to save him or to protect the quarterback who is the face of the league. Because we don't want him injured and out more games. Because guess what? That equals money. So, y'all look at it that way. At any rate, even if, even if it was a fumble, they wouldn't have scored. The player that um, intercepted the ball or caught the ball as it was in the air. He wasn't going for a touchdown because one of the Chiefs offensive linemen had his arms around him and was about to tackle him, but then let him go since he realized that the the whistle had blown and the play had been called dead, so he let him go. So he essentially would have been tackled. The Patriots would have had a great field position. But it's not a guarantee. The way our defense was playing and the quarterback that they had, Brian Hoyer, who was quarterbacking at the time, is definitely no guarantee that they would have scored a touchdown. More than likely, they would have got a field goal and it would have been, I think, 6-6. So, and they lost by 16. You know, it's not like they lost by a touchdown or less. They lost by 16 points. So, another argument and, of course, you got all these, uh, you know, NFL analysts and pundits saying that, oh, if Cam had to play, then the Chiefs played that way. Uh, uh, the Chiefs would have lost. The Patriots would have won that game. But what they are assuming is that the Chiefs would have played the exact way, like they would have played the same exact scheme defense, that we would have played the same way offensively. We actually would have been even a lot more aggressive or our game plan would have changed because we know we also have to score points against uh, Cam Newton. And we, we also would have had to step our defensive game up versus Cam Newton. And, you know, we we've, it's not like we haven't faced running quarterbacks. We had just faced the best running quarterback in the league in Lamar Jackson. And so this argument that the Patriots automatically would have won but. Be- because of Cam Newton. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's not a given. Especially like. The Chiefs probably got down. Psychologically and mentally. As they were prepared for a Cam Newton. And it's kind of a letdown. Like oh Brian Hoyer starting. Uh, okay well. So you're not going to give. As much. Not that that's, a, that's your intention as a player. But you're thinking, I don't have to play as hard because it's Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Now, if you got to face Cam Newton, you're like, yo, I'm giving my A game. Um, I'm not letting him run on me. There's a there's a, a different uh, psyche and mentality when you have a better quarterback in the game. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not a given. I wish that's why I wish cam could have played I wish he hadn't caught the virus I think even the time change you know had an effect as far as it been playing on Monday night versus a Sunday um, a Sunday afternoon well it was supposed to be at 425 I think but I think that even had an effect on the game also as far as the players so there are too many factors to say that. It would have been this or so that the Patriots just automatically would have won because of Cam. Cam's a good quarterback, but Cam makes mistakes too. Cam throws interceptions too. Cam isn't all um, that accurate of a passer himself. Has he played well this season? Yes. He has played well. But it's not like he is unbeatable. And that's what Patriots fans are acting like. You know what I'm saying? And if they're saying we're acting like we're unbeatable, well, hey. You know, we play, we played bad games and still beating teams by double digits. Of course, we had a close game with the Chargers. But, yeah, I got, I got to give it to Herbert. Justin Herbert is, that, that boy's a baller. He's going to get better. But I guarantee you next time we face him, and we will face him again later on in the season, Andy Reid and Spags are going to have something for him. Excuse me. Andy Reid and Spagnuolo are gonna have something for him. They're gonna have something ready for the Chargers. It's not gonna be a close game that second time we face them. And and also let me let me okay let me also bring to the attention that Chris Jones also did not play. Just like they were missing Cam Newton, their best offensive player, we were missing our best defensive player on the D line, and Chris Jones the thing is he has such an effect on the game especially with him and Frank Clark combined that's a completely uh, different defense an even better defense with Chris Jones Chris Jones has a huge impact in the middle of that defensive line and so you can't say I mean all these excuses man we've been there (laughs) been there done that you know what I'm saying is this a team whining about losing? Yeah, it was. It could have been a bad call, but that that one call did not determine the game. You had four turnovers. We had a turnover. If Sammy Watkins doesn't fumble, I guarantee you we're getting some more points. And the way we were, you know, we were moving the ball at that point. It, it more than likely was going to be another touchdown. And Sammy Watkins, if you look at his fumbles. They all pretty much look the same. It's always when he's trying to get more yards, he's kind of in a falling down motion, leaning forward, and he doesn't protect the ball. I'm telling you, if you look at all Sammy Watkins fumbles, they all look very similar. If they had a a highlight type, a, a highlight tape of Sammy Watkins fumbles, it's him catching the ball. Kind of either f- he fell to the ground, almost fall to the ground. He's kind of lunging forward, trying to get more yards. And bam, they knocked the ball out. They all, more than likely 90% of them, look exactly the same. He's got to stop doing that. It's a drive killer, man. The Chiefs were driving down the field. They were in they were in uh, New England Patriot territory. I think they were about the 20, 30-yard line. You know, they were close to scoring again. I think he was in the red zone or the close to the red zone when Sammy Watkins fumbled. That's a play I know he could have had. They talking about all these ifs and ifs. Oh, well, they dropped, the Patriots dropped like two or three interceptions. Well, that's why you're supposed to catch them. (laughs) If you notice the difference between our DBs and the Patriots DBs, our DBs caught those balls and intercepted the ball. So we took advantage of the opportunities presented to us. y'all heard that. But anyway, we took advantage of our opportunities. So, and even with Cam Newton, I know the Chiefs are a better team. The Chiefs only weakness is the linebacking position. We have to play better at linebacker. That's the Chiefs only weakness. That's their only weakness, the linebacker. In the run game, we still have to shore up our run defense that is our only weakness that's it and it is very yo know, it can be argued that the chiefs have the best secondary in the league when everybody is gets healthy when lagarius sneed comes back we have Bashad breland coming back versus the raiders one of our you know one of our very good corner charverius ward it can be argued that Charverius Ward is very quietly one of the top five defensive backs in the league. So you got Sneed When he comes back from his broken collarbone, which will be later in the season, probably around, you know, um, the 10th or 11th game of the season takes about six to eight weeks for a collarbone. So I'll say around. Game 11, game 13, we should have Legereus Sneed back towards the end of the season to make that playoff run before he got hurt. He was balling. That rookie was balling. Yo, Legereus Sneed is, is is the truth. And so I, I, I definitely believe he's going to be um, a starting corner next season. You know, like the outright starting corner. If we don't keep breeling, they're going to throw Legereus Sneed over there on the other side. Hey Ward. Still got Rashad Fenton. He's a dog. Rashad Fenton. Been balling. Thornhill. He's, he's, he's getting back in the groove. Why Thornhill is getting back in the groove? Pair him up with the Honey Badger. Yo. The Chiefs are a Super Bowl. Everybody knows we're a Super Bowl contender. We're, we're favorites for the Super Bowl. Um, I think. The Chiefs' um, biggest test will be against the Buffalo Bills. And that's a game after the Raiders. We don't want to, of course, we're not looking past the Raiders because they can do something sneaky. But um, I definitely, that's definitely going to be a W for the Chiefs versus the Raiders because Derek Carr struggles against the Chiefs. So, but anyway, the Chiefs are a better team than the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Now, you had you talk about how the Chiefs struggled, but just as Andy Reid is an offensive genius, Bill Belichick is a defensive genius. They played, I can't lie, they played. <laughs> that scheme, that defense that Belichick played, where they rushed three and dropped everybody else back, you know, that's hard. It's hard to get some passes off. Now, I think we should have done better scheming up some some run plays or calling run plays to take advantage of those short spaces with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, which he had some some good runs. He got some good first downs and got some good yards. But we've got to figure out how to utilize him even better in the run game and let's block better for the young man. You know what I'm saying? So that O-line has to block better for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but that was definitely an opportunity for us to establish and do better in the run game and force Bill Belichick to have to play up you know what I'm saying? Excuse me, you should have turned off my notifications. I don't know if y'all heard that, but anyway. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. Pardon me. Pardon moi, pardon me. But anyway so it was a it was it was a good game it was it, it actually was it was frustrating you know for those first three quarters I was a little frustrated because I felt like we should have been we should have had more points on the board I felt like we should have been playing better so I know we were playing sometimes the chiefs would play down uh to the competition if they're not feeling challenged and you know I don't know they just we just weren't in sync and of course you got to give credit to the Bill Belichick defense and that scheme that he came up with so. You know, but we came out with the dub. We won, we still won by 16 points. Honey Badger had a good pick six. You know, Edelman let it slip through his fingers. You know, but guess what? Honey Badger, Tyron, he still had to make a play on the ball. He had to be alert in his reflexes. That's the difference. He made a play, he caught the ball. It could have just been an incomplete pass, but Honey Badger was alert. Has good reflexes and saw. Hey, is that the ball right there? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That was a that was a big play that sealed the game. That was the that was the nail in the coffin. That pick six by, by the badge. We were up 19 to 10. That was the nail in the coffin. So good game. You know what I'm saying. I'm tired of hearing all these excuses and hearing these what ifs and you know they act like it, the Chiefs would have played the same or. The same situations would have happened if Cam had played and and Cam would have taken advantage, acting like the... I mean, they got to give our defense some credit. Our defense is still being disrespected, and we have one of the best defenses in the league. I don't think people realize how good our defense is. Yes, we have a weakness in the run game, but, I mean, as far as our secondary and our pass rush, Top's in the league, yo. You know what I'm saying? So, I believe we'll get even better. Once we get, you know, we get guys back, you know, we get Rashad Breeland back, you know, Chris Jones coming back, you know, get everybody healthy, you know. So, yo, it's what it is, man. We are 4-0. and We got the Raiders coming up next, Lord willing, and I believe we will be 5-0. and And then we'll be, you know, it should be an undefeated Chiefs facing the undefeated Buffalo Bills. And that'll be, that should be a good game. So I'm hoping we put it to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hope we put it to him. But I don't want to look past the Raiders. We got the Raiders coming up Sunday, y'all. So it's, it's uh, Raider week. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll talk more about that on Friday. But thank you all for listening. This is Will Smith with MTMB Sports. Um, You know, uh, like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You know, follow Red and Bold on Twitter. R-E-D-A-N-D-B-O-L-D on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I send some tweets out and tweeting during the game and stuff. So uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate y'all love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Yeah, it was awesome. We worked with Kenya Williams. Um, she helped us find our home. Uh, we had been looking for about 30 days and couldn't find what we liked. And just, you know, we told her the vision that we had and what we wanted to see. For our family, and maybe even a size of a family that we wanted to grow. And she found us the perfect home out in Douglasville. It was amazing. We loved it. Um, five bedroom, four car garage. Um, behind the house had a creek. It was amazing. Who could ask for anything more, right? Hey, just like Ryan, Kenya Williams was my relative as well. She is a wonderful and trusted advisor. Listen, if you are looking to buy or sell a home and you're in the Georgia area, mainly like Atlanta, Douglasville, Cobb County, then you need to reach out to Kenya Williams today. Don't hesitate to give her a call. Her number is 404-557-6636. The home of your dreams could just be a phone call away. Call Kenya Williams today.